0: The Trusted Advisor by Gelford, Green and Meister is one of the books that gets mentioned very, very often when it comes to typical management consulting uh, literature, both for people working for management consulting firms, but also people who are self-employed and let's say, you know, freelancers. And the nice thing about the book is it can actually be summarized in one simple equation. And that equation is that trustworthiness is a function of Credibility, reliability plus intimacy divided by self orientation. The authors say that trustworthiness is the number one thing you need to achieve with the client. And the higher your credibility, your reliability, your intimacy, The higher these three uh, values are, the more trustworthy you become. The higher your self-orientation, the less trustworthy you become. So the self-orientation should be rather low. And now let's talk about those four terms, what they exactly mean and how to reach them or avoid them. What the authors say is that credibility is mostly conveyed by words, reliability is mostly conveyed by actions, and intimacy is mostly conveyed through emotion, whereas self or other orientation are the motives behind what you're doing. Let's talk about the credibility in words. The authors suggest to really, before you start the consulting project, find out everything there is online and offline about the client. Then again, don't be only technical, like don't only like memorize the numbers, but when you get the opportunity to talk to the client for the first time, you know, don't just summarize uh, like all the numbers you read about, but also talk to them like a client. Because and that's what they said and that's a nice thing to say, uh, you don't want to come over as a technician. You want to come over as an advisor almost a friend now in the next step of the project of course it's about defining the problem here the authors say two very interesting things. first of all here the authors say two very interesting things first of all you are coming from the outside so you can give a nice fresh perspective on the problem secondly if you have found the problem it's not always about solving the problem but sometimes The client might simply want to do something else. So make sure to talk to the client and ask him, okay, we think that's the problem. What should we do about it now? What's the next step really for us? And that's something I know too well from my own consulting projects in the past. Uh, We have been working for some firms where it was very clear what the problems are. Nevertheless, some of these problems, due to, you know, political, internal issues, they were not supposed to be solved. Everyone knew they were existing. Everyone knew kind of, yes, that would be the way to solve them. But then, you know, this would happen and that's much worse. Next, they say, if you want to establish credibility, you need to have a good process for starting the project. And this process is 11 steps long. So, first of all, clearly articulate what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Secondly, articulate what the client will do and what he won't do. Thirdly, define the boundaries of your analysis that you will perform. Fourthly, ask the client specifically what are things that we are not supposed to look at. Maybe due to privacy protection reasons, etc. Fifthly, what are the working arrangements? Like, where, where is the team located, etc.? Sixthly, how do we communicate? Seventhly, who should get which report? Eighthly, how often is he or she supposed to get that report? Ninthly, how are these reports going to be used? Tenthly, what are the milestones for us? You know, what is the timeline? And as a last step, how are we going to measure success? During and at the end of the project and if you do these things the authors Argue that's going to help your credibility and lastly Building credibility is also a lot about language. So first of all, you know pay attention to the language Secondly, do not blame people when talking to them. That's not a good thing to do thirdly if you don't know stuff Sometimes it's very good to say you don't know stuff, you know You don't have to lie about it. And that's also kind of the next point. Don't ever lie because sooner or later these things will fall back on. Okay, so you have established credibility through words. Now you need to also establish reliability through actions. And now the authors say that can be achieved through a couple of ways. First of all, lay the foundation, right? Simply deliver your stuff that you're supposed to deliver at the right time okay basics secondly be very consistent in what you deliver as work then also know what your client expects so i have been working for some uh, very digital companies you know and they don't expect me to send them a nice word document that is highly complicated and includes lots of text you know i knew that for example for this one client it would be best if we would just have a skype Video call and I would update him on what's going on for 10 minutes and then I could go on with my work And lastly also very general advice uh, place the long-term relationship over the short-term outcomes or short-term solutions. Now um, when it comes to establishing reliability through actions, there are also four very actionable things that I actually liked a lot about the book and I'm going to tell you about them. First of all, send meeting material in Advance so if you have a meeting always make sure to send some of the materials in advance that should be basic But some people don't know about it. Secondly always stay updated about what events are going on with the firm That's most of the time very easy to find out because many firms have kind of a section on their website where they talk about Events and stuff that's on you know, so always know what's going on. It might be important in one or the other situation thirdly Return calls very fast, period. And fourthly, if the project is over, recognize it's not over. Okay, so the project is never over. If the, if the client calls you two weeks after the project, then you must respond and you must help him because that will build long-term reliability with the client. Now the next point, intimacy in emotions, right? How to increase this intimacy. What the authors say. Act as if you were trying to advise your mother, father or a close friend. And I like that. You know, don't think about these business relationships in purely this boring professional sense. But try to think of these people as, I would not say mother or father, but yes, as friends. And now they give advice on... Two sides right what does what do you need to do with the client and what do you need to do yourself so for the clients you want to come over as sociable you know um, have a chat with them if they are having coffee After their lunch or approach them when they seem to you know have time for a short chat that always goes a long way Also, especially if you become more senior You're going to have these conversations with clients that are not about business at all I had so many instances where I was talking with clients about their private life about their self-development about these kind of things but you know, clients are humans and they are dealing with a lot of problems. Now, what you can do, of course, you can help them separate the logic from the emotion. But it's simply important for you to know that you are one of the persons they want to talk to because they are looking for advice from you. And it might not always be that they are looking on a, for advice from you on this one business topic it might be a lot of things now that's what the the authors say about the clients about yourself about the consultant they say that you need to be ready to reveal something about yourself and that's something you will uh, notice in all interactions that you have with human beings as soon as you give some sensible information sensitive information about yourself they will also be ready to give some more information about themselves and that's a technique that works well during consulting engagements too and the very last point you know we had the equation of credibility reliability and intimacy but divided by uh, divided through the um, self-orientation so actually we don't have, uh, have we don't want to have self-orientation we want to have what we call other orientation and how do we achieve other orientation simply by trying really to be helpful to the client it's not important for you to always be right most importantly for you you should be helpful and that means for example ask a lot of questions sometimes it's best to just shut up and listen also don't take all the credit don't take all the responsibility don't take all the blame in a perfect consultant client relationship you guys have a shared agenda it means you're working together towards a common goal and it's not you know they are doing all the work, we are doing nothing or the other way around. And that's, by the way, when you get to these ideal scenarios where the client feels like whatever is the solution, that was his idea, even though it probably wasn't because you came up with this. But the client feels like he developed this approach, he developed this idea and he's going to implement it now. Otherwise, if you just give the client the solution, and they don't believe in it, they don't like it, they will not implement it. And that means they just dumped half a million for a project engagement, and it's not going to get them any further. Now, some interesting insights that I also liked about the book, uh, very shortly, some hacks, you could say. Um, If you ask yourself, how should I be as a consultant, then simply think about people in the business world that have inspired you in the past, and try to be like them another thing is if you're explaining something and then at the end of it you ask did everyone understand that it's not a good situation because if someone raises the hand he exposes himself and says yes I'm the stupid one I didn't get that so it's better to ask these authors say have I made myself clear here because then, when someone raises the hand, it doesn't mean that this guy who raises the hand, he's not mentally capable. But it means that you did a mistake in explaining it. Very, very clever and I really liked that. And I think that's enough for now. These were the most important points about the book. So in summary, I really liked the book. At some points, the book is a little bit impractical, could be more practical. Um, But in general it's a good book and it's a a very nice read and especially this equation is a very important one to remember for when you work as a consultant. Another book I can really recommend if you like this one is the classic by Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's very similar, just might be a little bit more practical, you know, and might have some more real-life examples and situations to it. If you want to buy the book, if you like it, um, there's a link in the description below. Otherwise, um, you know, let me think about it. Um, We're done and I'd be happy to see you in the next video. Bye bye.